0: Can you wanna cuff? Take me home to meet mommy. You'll never get enough. Make you put a ring on it, a flower. But I'm so soft. Sweet but quick to cut. Better come correct when you speaking off the cuff. You bluffing at the table, one hand, I'll make you bust. Catch me on the wrong day, you'll be holding your nuts. Playing, y'all see what your daycare is. Sitting there crushed. Better come prepared, you might end up impaired. You'll never find another. I'm so rare on the truth, baby, I can't be compared. You love me so much, you wanna lay up in my hair. Yeah, I'm so fine. Better get aware on the prototype. Little sweet, little spies better recognize. You don't really wanna see me get live with my Gemini on the flip side, right? dictionary do you really understand I just see dictionary are you running at the mouth do you have dysentery do i need to dumb it down do you need a summary got the whole city faded off the lap we know rising to the top is getting bright watch me glow young rich swimming in versace like amigos i can see it in my future you can call me miss cleo now i'm gonna type to have your nose wide open all right wwflip when we feel like a podcast will we broadcast when the fuck we feel like it shine back in the building and yes I know I've been going for a while, but before I get into that, this song is by Sam Lowe, and this song is called Grenade, and once again, she is also from Dallas, Texas, but I've been showcasing Dallas, Texas music because they've been on course to have this big explosion of music to where a lot of their music is probably about to be mainstream pretty soon, and they're probably going to be the next city up that's really going to make a big splash in the game. So I gotta pay respect, once again, to where, you know, respect is due. And yes, I took a little brief hiatus. Missed about two weeks because, you know, I've been garbage. It is what it is. What can I do? I didn't know I was trash until I was in the grocery store. And I saw my own face on the milk carton. And I was like, holy shit, is that me? God damn it. I don't even drink milk. But yeah, man, I'm back. And plus, also, I didn't want to take no shine away from Soldier Boy while, you know, while he was doing this thing. I didn't want to overshadow him. I want to make sure that you get to see all of his greatness. Because, you know, Soldier Boy was on his little run, you know. Soldier Boy is a mixture of what? Let me see. What is he a mixture of? I would say intelligence, ridiculousness, and cocaine. Yes. <laughs> All three of those. Definitely. Allegedly. But, yeah, man, I'm back, man. Feels good to be back chopping it up. Trying to get back in the full swing of things. Because I was in the middle of reformatting my whole podcast and shit. This is still kind of in the old format, but, you know, I did want to. I did have that itch to get back in the streets, pause. And, plus, No Boundaries forced me out of my cocoon. They made me get out there in the streets too. I just did another feature on their podcast with Well and Jay. And shout out to them for, you know, forcing me out the trash can. But really, more than anything, I just haven't been giving a damn about much. Not on some depression type shit or a lack of content. I have an entire notebook full of nothing but topics and shit. But I just been looking through the notebook and other things And just not wanting to talk about any of this shit really So really I just been having trouble deciding on what I want to talk about There hasn't really been much going on that I wanted to specifically talk about honestly And I didn't want to force content about some shit that I don't even give a damn about I'm not that I'm not one of them dudes. You know, like Joe Budden's podcast, they're contractually obligated to put podcasts out, whether they have shit they want to talk about or not. This is not that podcast. If I don't want to talk about it, that shit is not making the podcast. It's, it's really that simple. And speaking of their podcast, actually, one of the last couple episodes, they were kind of criticizing Future about the whole drug shit about him not wanting to admit that he doesn't that he does do drugs anymore or whatever the case may be, or he doesn't sibling as much anymore as, or whatever the fuck he said. You know, they were shitting on him about that, which is understandable for not wanting to admit that type of shit to your listeners, your audience or whatever it is you want to call it. But then they also mentioned how Curtis Blow listens to their podcast. But people need to understand, Curtis Blow is a reference to cocaine. Curtis Blow is not his real fucking name. (laughs) That's why I always go back to the old shit. You got to understand history, you got to understand slang, you got to understand the culture that you so-called take place in or take part in. But Curtis Blow is a fucking drug reference. It's a reference to cocaine. (laughs) Many of these older rappers had references like that. But again, it was just a little bit more coded. You had to really just understand the game and know what's going on in the streets to decipher these messages and shit like that. But yes, once again, Curtis Blow is a reference to drugs. It is a reference to cocaine. His real fucking name is not Curtis Blow. So for is to go past all that type of shit and go straight to future and criticize him, which I, once again, I do get it, but acting like he's the first person ever to do this type of shit, no. And it's not even just drugs and other stuff like that. Oversized people are afraid to lose weight because they're scared they're not going to be as funny as they were when they were bigger, all this kind of stuff, comedian-wise. But it's really just whatever got you in the game Whatever got you in the game People are afraid to let go of that To shed that Because they're afraid that people won't follow them after that Which is really not the fucking case For instance, on this podcast I don't feel like I have to talk about anything in particular I talk about whatever the fuck (laughs) comes across my mind I don't feel obligated to talk about anything specifically To make people listen And also, I appreciate people for listening But I'm not mad if people don't listen either. I mean, I don't do it for millions of people. I do it for whoever chooses to listen. And once again, I appreciate y'all for being patient with me and sticking by. Because yes, once again, I've been trash over the last few weeks. Not really trash, but I just haven't been holding up to all my obligations. I let some things slide through the cracks. But there were other things I was excelling at behind the scenes that I was really capitalizing on. I just had to make some moves to where the things that I'm currently creating... Can generate money at a faster rate than, you know, things like this podcast This podcast is like a slow burn This podcast might not make money until five years from now or anything like that And I'm not chasing money or anything So I had to just, you know, take some time off to actually generate some actual income (laughs) I can't do everything for free I can't sacrifice everything I've been sacrificing a lot And also you have to understand that I'm doing all this shit by myself All the logos you see, all the fucking... Topics and all this shit All this shit comes directly from me All the skits And I was also designing clothes and shit behind the scenes I have when we feel like it T-shirts, hoodies, all that type of shit But I'm not about to make that shit available right now Because I just don't feel the need to make it available Because once again I'm not trying to milk money out of people And all this type of shit I mean, at some point they will be available But once again, I'm not rushing the shit And I wasn't even going to mention it But we talked about it briefly on No Boundaries Podcast About the whole burden of being a creator or being creative I won't say it's stressful But people are always looking at you Like when are you gonna produce Where's the new shit at Where's the fly shit at Now, I'm not even talking about just in terms of the podcast I mean everything in my life type shit <laughs> Anytime I step outside and wear something People are like did you make that Did you make that shirt you got on I'm like dog <laughs> This is a fucking polo shirt my nigga Relax please But now nah, I appreciate that though Cause you know It actually inspires me to go back and be more creative and shit, and actually go back and make me want to create all the shit that I am wearing instead of wearing other people's shit. Or outside of that, create other shit in general, whether it be artwork or fucking writing, music, comedy, anything. So it does get me back in the spirit of creating. So I actually do appreciate it. But at the same time, you know, when people know that you do create and you are creative, people do look for you to create every single thing. And people are always drawing upon you to create things for them Or, you know, they're always putting you in that light to where that shit could burn you out In terms of recommending you to other people and stuff like that Like, there was this one cat I used to work with in particular He used to always show love, overly show love And, you know, people hear the things that he's bragging on me about And they come up to me and they're like, oh shit, I didn't know you did all that, man I'm gonna need you to do this, 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 and this, and this I'm like, nigga <laughs> I'm about to quit this job so you would never see me again Cause no I'm not doing that. none of that shit And it's not that I don't want to help but it's like goddamn, Everybody feels like I'm the only person that they know <laughs> It's like my nigga I know hundreds of fucking people I just don't choose to hang out with hundreds of fucking people But enough about me I don't want to make this whole fucking episode about me I just want to you know explain myself a little bit to the streets As far as what's been going on behind the scenes and my absence and all that type of shit And once again I blame Soldier Boy for all this shit really it's, it's really his fault. Some kind of way, I blame him. But I'm kind of glad I missed that because I didn't even want to talk about that motherfucker at all. I didn't want to, you know, take that shit serious. Although he did bring a lot of shit to the game. That is true. But we will talk about another rapper though, Blueface. And for those who are not familiar with Blueface, he's a rapper from California. I believe LA to be exact, maybe. I can't remember. But he has the right name, Blueface, cause every time he raps, my fucking face turns blue. <laughs> like he suffocating me with whackness. This motherfucker is exquisitely garbage. I never heard a motherfucker this trash before in my life. This shit is incredibly garbage. I don't know how he does it. It's like he plays hide and go seek with the beat and shit. It's like my nigga, you're not just gonna like rhyme on, on the beat. You just okay. You, you you gonna go over there? Oh, that's that's interesting. That's a that's a nice approach over there. Like, hmm, that's that's crazy. That's different. And he was on a breakfast club and he didn't even know who he was signed to or the details of his deal and all this type of shit. It's like these motherfuckers just get picked for how they look and all this kind of shit. So for all those for all you talented people out there who are mad that you're not being recognized and stuff like that, you just have to understand that these people either already know people to get on or they just have a certain look or they just know that they don't have any intelligence and they're going to go for anything. A lot of people get deals because they're able to be shitted on. They're able to be taken advantage of. So if you're a type of person such as myself who would refuse to be taken advantage of, it's not going to be easy for you. It's not going to be as fast. It's going to take a lot more work for you to get on. For instance, like my podcast, I put my podcast against anybody's shit content wise and comedy wise and all that type of shit. I don't feel like many people have a better podcast than me, who creates better content than me, who puts things together in perspective as I do, all that kind of shit. It's not many people out there that I would just feel like I'm I'm under. But at the same time my recognition is not gonna be nowhere near the more popular people's recognition. Because you know, it's certain things I'm not gonna talk about. It's certain things I'm not gonna do. All that kind of shit. I'm just not going for the bullshit at all. So That also has something to do with my absence because, you know, it's just a lot of bullshit behind the scenes that I just refuse to deal with. So also, I just had to get back to myself. I had to take care of some shit. I had to, you know, go back outside and shit and, you know, do more physical activity. I had to just take care of a lot of shit. I was just neglecting. I was focusing too much on the podcast and not my regular real life. (laughs) And that shit just caught up to me, really. I just needed a break, but you know I'm back though. I'm still kind of trash. I'm getting back in the swing of the podcast shit. I fell off a little bit, but it's all good. But back to the whackness of Blueface though. I haven't forgot. He is that whack to where I had to take a, a whack break and get back to the whackness of him. Cause this motherfucker here is I don't know. I just don't get it. How are people taking him serious? How is he getting a deal? Well, I I explain how he just got a deal, but why do I have to deal with him? Is more <laughs> more so what I mean. Why do I have to hear this bullshit? I remember somebody showed me an Instagram video of him at my job, and I thought that shit was a joke. Like, I damn, just slapped the phone at this nigga's hand. I'm like, dog, <laughs> don't ever disrespect my presence again with this whole shit. This shit is extremely garbage. But now this motherfucker about to have songs with Drake and all these other people. It's like, dog. That shit actually inspires me, though. I feel like I can get on the podcast and say whatever the fuck I want to say because if motherfuckers is putting out whack shit like that, I can't fucking lose. How can I lose if people putting out this type of whack shit? I'm supposed to feel bad. I'm supposed to feel down on, on myself for not wanting to talk about certain things and not wanting to do these things. While these motherfuckers out here saying whatever they want to in the whackest way possible. <laughs> and I'm sitting here not recording podcast episodes. That shit's crazy. So that shit motivates me. It goes the same thing with the president. I mean, if the president out here talking crazy, I can get on the mic and, you know, talk my shit. Niggas out here shutting down the government and shit. And I'm sitting here not producing content. Well, I was producing content, just not in podcast form. But it's ridiculous, you no. Know? I had to, I had to snap out of it, and get back on my shit, and yet once again, I got to go back to Blueface, man. <laughs> this nigga's trash, man. But he did motivate me, though. So I guess he is helpful. I just hate that everybody's legitimizing them, though. Motherfucker had a Breakfast Club interview. Motherfucker all over the radio and shit, all over social media, all this type of shit. Women love them off of looks and shit like that. So I blame a lot of y'all women too A lot of y'all are legitimizing them It's kind of another Dave East situation But at least Dave East has talent He can rap He just can't make good music Well as of right now he hasn't been making good music But Blueface has no talent at all Well he said he could play um football But in terms of talent that he's actually showing I don't see any fucking talent This shit is ridiculous man And I also seen that Takashi69 pleaded guilty to like nine different counts of felony charges or something like that, I believe. But I've been telling cats for damn near a year that this motherfucker's working with the cops and shit. This motherfucker was having fistfights at the airport and shit and not getting arrested. Shit like that. It's like, that shit's impossible. Shit is fucking impossible. You leave your bag somewhere and go to the restroom at the airport, you might get your motherfucking ass arrested. I used to work at the airport. I seen people getting arrested every single day I was at the airport. So I know this for a fact I worked at the airport before 9-11 and after 9-11 So I know exactly how the airport shit goes So once I saw that shit, I was like Yeah, this nigga Tekashi is on some other shit This nigga's cooperating with the police already Even when he wasn't arrested I already knew that shit And I've been saying that shit But it's not even like it was a mystery to me anyway I mean, I'm pretty sure most people could see that he was on some different shit So I'm not even gonna act like I'm some sort of fucking um psychic or anything But you know, I did see the signs early though it also might have been the rainbow hair. I think that might have been the tip-off. I think that might have... That showed me. <laughs> it showed me the way. I hope he don't wear that shit in prison, though. Because, you know, it's gonna turn out different for you in prison. Wearing that type of shit. This nigga looks like a Candyland fucking game piece. This nigga modeled himself after the game board of Candyland and shit. And just turned that shit into a rap career. Yet another whack nigga, man. But once again, I blame a lot of people for giving them visibility, man. For taking them serious. That shit used to infuriate me. It's just... Stop giving all this whack shit so much attention man, that shit bothers me That's what we need, we need a whack nigga shut down Not a government shut down, we need a whack nigga shut down So I need a lot of y'all women to stop taking these niggas serious man I know y'all probably game on a lot of them for money, get money out of them, get gifts out of them Motherfuckers might be getting cars and purses out of them or whatever the case may be but Y'all gotta stop taking these niggas serious man Or stop giving these niggas attention I should say It's a whack epidemic out here, I mean I'm just tired of seeing this shit I wake up in cold sweats Out of fear of being whack Me not doing fly shit Is me being whack Me not producing content Me not recording episodes Is whack shit to me But these motherfuckers are (laughs) These motherfuckers are Overtly whack These niggas is Going out of their way to do whack shit And making millions of dollars doing it But see that's that's me I'm I'm not gonna do whack shit To, uh, to get fame and money and shit No I'll be broke forever then If that's the case Cause I just don't have no whack shit in my body I just refuse to do whack shit It just It, it, it cannot happen Being a stand up person these days There's no There's no benefit to it You don't get recognized for it Which I'm not looking for recognition But I mean You know You don't get no discount at Chick-fil-A For being a real nigga or nothing man Shit's crazy I mean, look what you got to get a discount with <laughs> You got to be a veteran You got to have to throw a grenade in the niggas car And blow up a whole village and shit to get a discount at Chick-fil-A <laughs> Shit's crazy Oh, you killed massive amounts of people? Okay, here's um 10% off a large fry <laughs> It's like, nigga, what? I had to shoot niggas to get a fucking discount at Chick-fil-A? To get $5 off at Foot Locker? <laughs> I got to destroy a whole family? That's the world we live in, man We love whack shit That's not me, though <laughs> That's why I never feel like I'm. I never feel like I fit in and shit, cause I just don't care about most of the shit that other people care about and shit. Like I know veterans and shit, but I I just can't really commend that shit. I can't. Sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody who has family in the service and all that type of shit. But you know, I just don't commend on going on going to somebody else's shit and fucking shit up. That's not that's not fly shit. Like you're not about to get a hug from me for coming in my place and tearing my couch up and tearing shit up in my place. No, you're not gonna get a dap from me for that. You're gonna get your ass slammed if anything But with that said I'm not shitting on people who went to the service If you went to the service with good intentions Because you, I know the government gamed a lot of people That's why I wonder how a lot of people feel About the whole government shutdown In terms of people who were affected from it Like does that change how you move forward Does that make you still want to vote Or you know participate in government activities Like how do you feel about that shit moving forward How does it change your life Because you're not gonna stop my money And I still participate <laughs> Fuck out of here That shit's not happening But you know I'm a different type of nigga So I can't really speak for other people That's why I'm actually wondering It's a genuine question Nigga after you shut me down You are now shut down my nigga You, you now no longer exist I don't even take you serious no more You can't shut my shit down And I still play all the game rules and shit No it's <laughs> not how that shit goes After you shut the game down I now flip the chessboard over <laughs> We playing some other shit now which leads me to another topic. You know, on No Boundaries Podcast, we were recently talking about how, how scamming is very prevalent today. You know, we were talking about the Fire Festival and all that type of shit. But I actually thought about things. I'm like, damn, I think social media is a gateway drug into scamming people. Because, you know, social media is soft scamming. I, I consider that soft scamming. It's like, I'm going to fake the funk. I'm going to fake my whole lifestyle. I'm going to fake this, fake that. I'm going to put more makeup on. I'm going to get a fake hairline. I'm going to get a fake beard, all this type of shit. I'm gonna flaunt all these jewels and shoes and shit. And then when I take the picture, take all that shit back or sell it or whatever the case may be. That shit then leads to hard scamming. You are now ma- manipulating people out of their resources and shit like that. You are now doing credit card scams and scamming people out of money and robbing people doing all this type of shit. Those are now hard scams. So that shit is a gateway drug. And a lot of you niggas are crackheads, social crackheads. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. A social crackhead, yes. I just found a new Oh my god Social crackheads That's what you niggas are Niggas on that social crack pipe You can't put it down A lot of you niggas would commit suicide If you had to walk away from your cell phone Social crackhead ass niggas man I hate being around you niggas On a random note I also hate being around married men You are the worst niggas on earth Married men? Jesus Christ I wish you niggas would get a hold of yourself. I hate being around you niggas. Y'all are the most thirsty niggas I've ever witnessed in my life. I be in settings where single women are are moving out and about. And I can't even talk to them or get a word in because these married niggas is all in their face and shit and won't won't leave. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, with all this said, none of that shit stops me because I'm a cold nigga. And, you know, I still... I still get shown love and all that type of shit. I'm just saying, in terms of sitting back and you know being perceptive and watching the game, I just be sitting back watching these married niggas and how they move. And these niggas just don't don't shut the fuck up. Won't get out the way. They fucking petty as hell. They be hating on single dudes. Like I've had married men try to stop women from talking to me. <laughs> shit is crazy. I'm like, why do why do you give a fuck, my nigga? Why are you in my face? Shit is weird, man. There's a lot of weirdo activity going on out here in the streets. And on another random note, the whole Super Bowl shit I wonder how the whole Travis Scott shit worked out With his little hoe ass I remember he was talking about how <laughs> He chopped it up with Ka- Colin Kaepernick and all this shit And Colin was like, nah, I don't fuck with you, little nigga Which leads me to, once again I said all this shit back in the day But motherfuckers always think I'm hating Because they not as perceptive or whatever I see the red flags I be saying shit in people And people's behavior and actions and shit And just because you can't see it That does not make me a hater But I knew Travis Scott was on some whole shit back in the day Because when you're moving around like this And you don't have no fucking content and shit Because content doesn't even just go within your music If you don't have no content in your music You also don't have any content in your character Basically And that's why I could tell from out the gate Because he would hide behind no content By trying to overproduce his beats And his production and shit like that But I could hear this shit And motherfuckers was always trying to tell me otherwise and shit I was like no I'm sorry that you can't hear it, but I can hear it, but I'm not going to dwell on that. And once again, though, I've always told people you cannot be married and affiliated with that family and still maintain your morals and principles. I've always said that shit. He's more than proved me right. So, you know, I appreciate that, Travis. So now how many whack niggas was that in this episode? We got Travis Scott, whack nigga number one. We got Soldier Boy, whack nigga number two. We got, who else, Blueface, whack nigga number three. And there was probably somebody else I mentioned too, I can't even remember. But, you know, it's a whack nigga extravaganza right now. All whack niggas must go. Then we got Joe Budden in the game having their little beef because the game said he was going to release a sex tape with <laughs> Joe Budden's fiance and shit. But once again, I can't really feel sorry. I was hearing Joe Budden. They basically begging in the game not to release any shit. <laughs> He trying to hide it behind some tough shit, but no, Joe. You definitely terrified. You you definitely hoping he don't release no pictures and shit like that. But you shouldn't have to worry about that, though, because sex tapes are two-party consent. Both parties, in terms of the participants, have to agree on some shit like that releasing. Or Game is just going to have another lawsuit tacked to his jacket. But, man, Joe de- definitely knows how to pick them, man. He just keeps picking these fucking industry chicks that's been slept with everybody. I mean, she even had dealings with Drake. That's why I said on previous episodes how Joe Budden and Drake have a very interesting relationship. They have shared a lot of women. They have a lot of women in common. And plus, well, they just have a weird ass relationship in general. They haven't recorded any music together. But Drake kind of stole Joe's style with the whole emo rap type shit. But I'm not going to dive into that shit either because I really don't give a fuck at the moment. I don't feel the need to. (laughs) I I just don't feel the need to do a lot of shit right now. I don't know what's going on right now, but you know. Once again, I'm just happy to be back. Happy to chop it up with y'all boys and girls out there. And another random thing. It's a lot of random shit going on in this episode, but it is what it is. But I always hear these rappers talking about, I'm not gonna let a nigga trick me off the streets. And do you know when they say this? They say that right before they get arrested. (laughs) Absolutely right, yes. These motherfuckers be dying to do some dumb shit. And it's like they try to talk themselves out the dumb shit, but they can't help themselves, and they still do dumb shit. They be like, man, I ain't gonna let nobody trick me off the streets, man. Niggas ain't gonna troll with me. Niggas ain't gonna get me out of my position. Niggas want me to fail. Niggas don't want me to win. <laughs> next headline next week. Rapper such and such, rapper fuckface, gets arrested. He's facing a 20 year sentence. Ba 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 ba. For shooting inside of a club or whatever the case may be. It's like, dog, what the fuck? The whole tax stone situation. That boy tax had a podcast that was cold. Tax season podcast. It was one of my favorite podcasts. Boy had a lot of energy. A lot of jokes, a lot of brashness, a lot of real shit But that boy gave all that shit away to prove a point to a motherfucker who's not even important But you know, it is what it is And that case is about to be underway soon too So I have to put him in the whack nigga bag too You whack nigga number four, Stone. sorry Gotta get you right up in there Who else has been whack as fuck lately? It's been a lot of whack niggas that need the attention that they deserve for being whack as fuck Oh yeah, 21 Savage <laughs> They found out this motherfucker was from the UK or some shit like that This nigga just got arrested recently too Turns out this whole time this motherfucker was really Idris Elba This nigga went from tea and Krumpus to gang banging and shit Shit's crazy man It's a fraud And this is coming from somebody who enjoys his music Like I fuck with his music He ain't the coldest of course by a long shot But you know, he got some listenable music Nothing crazy, but you know I enjoyed his first album His second album is pretty decent as well I prefer the first album though, but I don't know what's going on in terms of his arrest and shit, but I think they might be trying to deport him or some shit. Just a lot of weird shit going on right now. The rapper Young Dolph, this motherfucker here, was acting like he was independent this whole time and he turning down these $20 million deals and all this bullshit. Turns out this motherfucker was under contract this whole time. This motherfucker was signed to a label for like three years already. It's like, dog, you niggas are some hoes. Motherfuckers just be lying to the streets and got these children and shit believing all this shit, man. Me, I don't be shocked or appalled because I don't never believe none of these niggas anyway. A lot of these niggas are lame as fuck. A lot of these motherfuckers never had any type of meaningful relationships with people or women or anything before they were famous. A lot of these niggas were just pure trash and garbage. They're just all prepackaged and they don't know how to move on their own. But really, man, I think that's all I got for y'all boys, man. This episode was all over the place. And I wouldn't have it any other way, man. I gotta get back in the swing of things. I've been garbage, man. I take full credit for being trash. It's on me. It's all my fault. And soldier Boys. But once again, WWFLIP. When we feel like it podcast, will we broadcast. When the fuck we feel like it. Sean, appreciate y'all for listening. Gone.